Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome into the NBA Morning News for Thursday, April 8th. Alex's final show of the week. Alex, are you excited to have a a night off tomorrow night? You know, I, I guess I am. I guess I am. That's... But I think I'm like everybody else, and I like listening to the show uh, when it's you and somebody else that knows what they're talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there's there are pros and cons to having somebody yeah. who knows what they're talking about on the show with me. Yeah. But hey, we get by. We get mm-hmm. by. Yeah. Um, that person tomorrow will be Andrew Claudio, who is the super producer for Nick's film school, which is the Nick's the best Nick's podcast there is, is on blue wire podcast. So he's coming on tomorrow to talk with me. So we will talk about the Celtics Knicks game from tonight, but we will pretty much focus on the Celtics. So I want to save the Knicks talk for when he comes on tomorrow. Uh, big slate of games tonight. Utah and Phoenix are playing right now. I thought about waiting till the end of this one because it is a pretty important game, but We'll see how it goes. Maybe it'll be close then. It's third quarter just started. Phoenix has pretty much controlled the game up until this point. Uh, 51-42 at the beginning of the third. So we'll see how that goes. Um, There's a big, a, a big, I'm trying to think of the way to put this, but there was a big um, step forward in in a in one of our mysteries of the NBA season that we've been trying to figure out to okay. that, that happened today. So that's a little tease for you and for the listeners. Uh, yeah. I'm, because I'm, it just it just happened. So like it just literally happened like minutes before we started recording. So okay. it, we, will talk, about, we, we <laughs> will talk about we will talk about it. Um yeah it was while you were asleep. Just, I was asleep for like 30 seconds. I think. <laughs> it was while you were asleep. Um, but you're awake now. So we'll talk about the, the, the obviously the biggest story of tonight, which was Kevin Durant returning for the Nets. It was such a weird situation, right? Like, I think I saw some people tweet out, man, 40 minutes before the game that he was starting. And then Shams, a little bit after that, tweets out that he's coming off the bench. Then he didn't play in the first quarter and then he didn't play for like the first half of the second quarter. And I, I didn't texted you. I changed, I turned the game off. I was like, I mean, it, it was, it, they were, they're already beating up on the Pelicans who, who are just so terrible. Yeah, I mean, like, what are you going to do? You're playing the Nets, but you're there so bad right now. Um, and I was just like, I don't need to watch this team without James Harden and Kevin Durant just beat up on a shitty Pelicans team. So I changed it to the Knicks Celtics game. Then I checked the box score and Kevin Durant all of a sudden has seven points in four minutes. It was like, what the hell is going on? 
It was just so weird. It was bizarre. And so I was wrapping up work when you texted me this. So I just assumed he got scratched or something. I was so That's what confused, I thought. Right? Yeah. So I was just saying Malika Andrews, I think it was, said he was listed to start. Like that wasn't misreported. Like I think the Nets even listed him as a starter. And, so, and then somehow coming off the bench had something to do with limiting his minutes. I don't get that. Like just all around weird. But he didn't miss a shot. <laughs> so yeah. he's fine. He comes <laughs> yeah. back, goes five for five for 17 points, five assists. I mean, he's completely fine. Yeah, this team's stupid. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, just man. it's just stupid. And look, I mean, they they played, I guess at this point, we could probably make a case for New Orleans being the worst defensive team in the NBA. I mean, there's probably a pretty strong case. Statistically, I don't know. I think as of yesterday, they were like 28th or 29th in defensive rating, but they're just, they're just horrible. Uh, So them getting blown out is not a huge surprise, but it's Kevin Durant's just, he's different. He's different than, than the other. He's different than James Harden. He's different than Kyrie Irving. Yeah. I I watched this team with just Kyrie. I watched it with Kyrie and James Harden. James Harden's in the MVP conversation. James Harden's an incredible basketball player. I watched Kevin Durant for five minutes and I'm like, this team is probably going to win a championship this year. Like they're loaded. But then when you add KD back into the mix, it's like, it's not fair. It's just not fair. He's so, he's that good. If he's healthy, he's that good. I feel like we're doing the exact same thing we did at the beginning of the season when, you know, he came back healthy and we're like, oh my God, Kevin Durant's this good. You know, I forgot how exactly how good he is. You know, he misses a couple months or a solid month and a half, two months. And then we're just like, oh my God, Kevin Durant's the second best player in the league. You know, it, it the guy, because he's so unique, like with his height and, and ability to shoot, like it's just, you, you almost don't even believe what you're watching sometimes. But yeah. I had this, the same thing that happened on opening night when I texted you, I was like, he's healthy. He's absolutely healthy. Happened tonight. Cause he just makes it look effortless. He's so gifted. It's, it's absurd. Yeah. And now the difference between, opening night and tonight is this team now also has LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin who look like they haven't missed a beat either. Mm -hmm. They look like they totally conned their ways out of their situations (laughs) and are just both just back. Yeah. There was some stat I heard. I think Blake has five dunks already since joining the Nets and he had had five dunks. He had a great dunk tonight. Yeah. He looked super explosive, but I think he only had five dunks with the Pistons like, for the whole year, like including no, this no. year and last year. I don't think something. he had a dunk since like December of something 2019. Yeah, something crazy. No, no, that that was the stat, I'm pretty sure. Everyone was like, he can't dunk anymore. That's like he played against the Heat earlier in the year, and Heat fans were were making fun of him because Eric Reed, the announcer, just basically destroyed him on the air. And I guess somewhat deservedly so. Like all he was doing was taking jumpers and it was just like not the same player. Mm-hmm. But it's just like everyone fell. Oh, people just don't, they don't pay attention, man. And I'm not saying he's Blake Griffin, first pick franchise player, but for 15 to 20 minutes a game, he's pretty damn good on a team that's this loaded. And LaMarcus Aldridge looks so good. He looks so good. Yeah. It's not, this team is absurd, man. It's just not. Has it, this is random. Has LaMarcus Aldridge like running style? been a joke for a while like have you noticed when he runs like his his full arms go <laughs> no, i saw I Kyrie. Really noticed it so <laughs> i think the first one of the first games he had a nice bucket and they cut to Kyrie irving on the sideline and he was like clearly making fun of the way lamarcus aldridge runs no, and now i, I can't like unsee it he runs like a goofball but it's, i didn't it's notice great. that i didn't notice next that. time you next time you see him check it out uh and, and no harden still we don't know when harden's gonna be back like again you can't you you can't like praise too much for blowing out New Orleans because New Orleans stinks, but it, it's just it's like LeBron, Kade, LeBron's one, then Katie's like very close, and then it's everybody else. Mm-hmm. I, I don't watch a lot of. I, I honestly, I don't think that's even an exaggeration. I think some people will probably be like, "Oh, come on," but. I don't watch a lot of guys and and feel the way like when I'm watching like when I'm watching Kevin Durant I'm like I'm just, you're just watching transcendence like mm. just not guys like him. I just feel like the the couple of guys we have had at that number two spot Anthony Davis Kawhi at one point a, a while about like 
Giannis probably yeah, at some he's point. Just like on like the eye test, he's just better. He's just superior. Like just watching him do what he does best. He's he, number he's, two. He's truly. I mean, it, it, you'd be hard pressed. Like, I'm sure people from different eras and this and that will say different guys, but it, you'd be hard pressed to find a guy who you could truly say is a more skilled scorer in the history of the game, right? Just like yeah, score, right? Can I don't score think- at every level. That <laughs> seven foot dribbles like a guard. Hand, pat can pass. Can, it just does a little. Bit. Has has there ever been anyone with that tool skill set? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Just because of his shot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he gets a good not. shot whenever he wants. Yeah. It's crazy. And, and you're right. It's it, you actually hit it on the head. Like he's been out for so long. You forgot all, we forget mm-hmm. all over again. And then he comes back and like, God, this team's not fair. Like before it was like, okay, how's it going to be when he comes back? They're loaded, but maybe I just, I don't see if this team's healthy. I don't understand how any team could beat them. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't it's- seem possible all three of them and then he had what they added it's crazy it's it's wild i feel like i'm way way like being a captive of the, of the moment because it was the first night back and they blew out a really shitty team but it's hard not to be when you see it mm-hmm. it's hard well, i mean be. they did just go what, what was their they have their record without him is nuts and then it's like just it was add. like it was like 26 and nine or something, yeah. like 23 and nine or something like that. They're already, it's a really good team. And then you just add the second right, best Right, but I, it just, I think what blows we me probably away. Are, yeah, I probably am overreacting as well. But. Well, I, but I think what blows me away is while he was out, James Harden became like an MVP favorite. But then you, but then Katie comes back and it's, it's, I don't even think it's close. There's, it's That's not me. even close who's the best player, right? right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they already had a guy who people were like, oh, this guy's the MVP candidate, MVP frontrunner with Jokic. And then KD comes back, and it's, it's like an after. Everyone else is an afterthought. Like, everyone else on that team is a role player to KD, which might be an overstatement, but I don't think it is. <laughs> I know. It's, it's you know what crazy. I mean? It's, it's weird yeah. to say because you do have an MVP on the team. Mm-hmm. You do have Kyrie, who's having the best year of his career, and then two other former All-Stars. I think a guy on the radio today was said like they're basically have like a, like a team USA. It's close, yeah. I mean, you throw Joe Harris it. in the mix, you know what I mean? He's DeAndre so Jordan, good. like it's just it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I don't know, man. Even if, if them and the Lakers full strength, how the Lakers stopping them? I know the Lakers are a great defensive team. How they stopping all that? How's yeah. anybody stopping all that? Anthony Davis has to prove he's not that far behind Kevin Durant. But even then, yeah, I don't know. I just think that all of it. Yeah, I just think that'd be the key to that series: is is Anthony Davis going to completely dominate or or not? Yeah, Uh, that's crazy. That's going to be if everyone's healthy. That's the championship. Actually, I'm more confident now that Brooklyn's going to the finals than I am the Lakers at full strength because I do think there are better. Not that Philly or Milwaukee or if Miami somehow makes you know, can put it together and make a run. Not that they can't beat Brooklyn, but I look at the way Kevin Durant is. If everyone's healthy, I feel like they're so much better than every other team in the, in the East. And in the West, there's teams that have gotten a lot better. Yeah. That could maybe compete. Yeah. And I feel like the Nets, I'm overreacting. This is an overreaction episode. I'm overreacting. Well, I mean, it's impressive I love to watching, catch yourself in the moment, but yeah. I, I love watching Kevin Durant play basketball. And it all is. the people who hate on Kevin Durant are stupid. Like he's, he's just... If you like basketball, how could you not like watching the guy? He's so damn good. Yeah. It really was. It's like poetry in motion. Like, yeah. even for his, what, 18 minutes? How many? He had 19 minutes yeah. tonight. It's wild. It's unbelievable. And then uh, Zion. And then they held Zion to 16 points, which, uh, look, hey, they're not known to be a defensive team, right? But no other team in the NBA is doing that right now. Even when they lose, the guy's been averaging 30 over the past month. Mm-hmm. It's kind of says something, I think. I don't know what it says, but it says something, I would think. Just yeah, to be well, able to shut them down. I think when they got the they put the big three together, we said like they don't even have to be a good defensive team. They just have to not suck defensively. And they might yeah. be trending toward that. So what a why what a man. It got me excited watching yeah. that guy play basketball. Um elsewhere in the east, Boston, I mentioned. That's the game that I switched to. Uh, they squeak out a win against the Knicks. And it's actually, I think at this point in the year, that's a huge win for Boston. 
no Kemba Walker, which we've talked about, like when he doesn't, when one of those three doesn't play, they're not a very good team. Um, and it's weird because Jason, it was another one of those games where Jason Tatum didn't feel like he played good mm-hmm. for a lot of the game. And then he had 25 and he had a, he had 25 and 10 Jalen Brown was dominant. Like they, these two have to dominate for them to win games and they still yeah. only score 101 points. Yeah. I, dude, I think this might be of the whole season, the most telling plus minus stat of the year. Tristan Thompson is plus 24. The next closest Celtic is plus nine. So he's only on the floor for 22 minutes and they're a different team. Like yeah. that's how bad these bigs are. Tristan Thompson comes back from COVID and makes a huge impact and they beat a likely playoff team. Um, he's, he might be a key for them. I mean, well, I don't know if the, he's definitely a key cause they don't have anybody else. I don't know if it's enough to like turn the team around entirely, but they're no. not, they're, they're a much better team. With they should have lost this game. They should have yeah. lost this game. The Knicks just, the Knicks are the Knicks are the Knicks. They like they, they're going to have, yeah, they're going to have games where they just can't score the basketball and it, it is what it is, but and they waste um, a great game from RJ Barrett. He had 29 tonight. Yeah, he's been playing really well for them. But I agree. I don't think that like th- that getting Tristan Thompson means anything in terms of them becoming all of a sudden like a top five team again or top four or whatever. But uh just every game for them is so important because they're just they're just not as good as we thought. Yeah. Um, they didn't look good all game. Like I, I thought the Knicks were gonna win this game. They squeaked it out because Jalen Brown played great. So they need, I mean, it has to be every night for them to compete every night, those two. And I don't think it's going to happen. Just don't. Um, it seems like Celtics fans like were turn have started to like turn on Tatum a little bit. Really? Like casual Celtics fans. But like, it seems like Celtics Twitter is getting a little antsy about how he's been playing lately. Which is absurd. Yeah. I mean, that is kind of, I, I think it's so clear to me. It's the roster construction more than him, but yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk conspiracy theories. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Denver, right as we were getting ready to record, beat San Antonio 106.96. So they have now won seven in a row. I believe, right? Seven in a row. Hottest team in the NBA, unless Phoenix wins this, then they're tied with the longest win streak in the NBA. Uh, so no, they're playing great, playing great basketball. Um, I didn't even look at their Jokic, basically another triple double. Michael Porter Jr., eighteen and ten. They get this win again without without Jamal Murray. Uh, but in the second quarter. One Michael Malone gets ejected from the game, defending Nikola Jokic. Hey, and you in you pointed out to me he got a couple dribbles in before he left the court, which <laughs> is hilarious. Good on him, right? I do find it weird that Mike Malone gets ejected and. Who gets meaningful minutes? Meaningful minutes in the second half? JaVale McGee. You know who else gets garbage minutes? Bowl, bowl. Wow. Mike Malone not coaching the second half. Meaningful minutes for JaVale. The announcers, the Denver announcers, loving them some JaVale McGee. Energy's infectious. I don't know how many times. I must have heard that 17 times from their announcers in the 13 minutes that he played. Bull Bull comes in. The teammates, everyone, they're going nuts. Every time he touches the ball, they're all up. They want him to go. They love him. Can't get on the floor when Mike Malone's coaching. When Mike Malone gets ejected, it's Bull Bull time. I think we have our answer. I think we have some part of it. We're getting closer to an answer. It's Mike Malone. I don't think it's the front office. I think it's Mike Malone. Look, you've said on multiple times on here, you're not a conspiracy theorist. Well, I am. <laughs> okay. And I am so convinced of the point you just laid out. Like it's, it's obvious four minutes for a bowl bowl is like basically like 48 minutes for a regular guy. Like that's how unheard of it is. They beat it's gotta be listen. They beat the Spurs tonight by 10. 
The Spurs are not a bad team. They were beating Dem- Detroit by 30 the other night or whatever it was with three minutes left and Bol Bol couldn't get in the game. Michael Has anyone a- ever been this far in someone's doghouse? Like what? Yeah, but what about JaVale do? McGee? JaVale McGee doesn't get minutes either. The dude in a game that was easily could have, you know, could have gone either way. Denver ultimately, you know, they pulled away in the second half, but 13 minutes, seven points, eight rebounds for JaVale McGee. But when Mike Malone's coaching, guy can't get on the floor. Well, I don't understand. Does he have something against traditional bigs? Even though pole pole is the furthest thing from a right. traditional big. I, I don't know. I don't. There's no way to explain it other than that he doesn't like them or they did something. Does Blue Wire have a Denver podcast? I don't think they do. We got to find a Denver guy to bring. We got to bring mm-hmm. some Denver people like, on here. What the hell is going on here? We got to get there's some we gotta, info there. Yeah. We got to get to the bottom of this because this do, it just doesn't make sense. Um, that's really all I have to say about this game. The, the Nuggets are very good. Um, they won a game that they should win. But the Bull Bull JaVale McGee situation is becoming a little clear. It's still not clear why Mike Malone hates them, but it is becoming clear that Mike Malone hates them. Mm-hmm. And so, man, it's like the perfect thing that could have happened to parse apart. Like Mike Mullen gets ejected. Like that never happens, you know? And then we get to see what it looks like when he's not on the bench. We get to see good, like important minutes for JaVale McGee. Mm -hmm. And we get to hear the announcer just loving up on him, just loving him. And not only that, they said that when Bol Bol was getting ready to come in, who was coaching him up? JaVale McGee. Hmm. Oh, that's who I want in the year of my young of my young stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're damn right. You want the three time NBA champion yeah. in his ear. He has more yeah. championships than the rest of the roster combined. Mm-hmm. Which, because I'm pretty sure no one else on the roster has a championship. <laughs> has one. Um, um, man. So to me, the biggest reveal here is that we know where the problem. Like we had speculated, you know, maybe the GM they're trying to hide him. The money, owner has an issue money, with them. Maybe yeah. they, they're like long no. playing. The issue is with Mike Malone and these guys. And and the problem becomes they're so good that you can't like argue with the things that Mike Malone does. This is us just re- desperately wanting to see a guy play basketball mm-hmm. and not understanding why he can't play in scrap minutes. But you can't be like, it's not like this team sucks. And it's like, why isn't he playing his you know young talent? I mean, he's not playing him because he's not, in the rotation. I get it. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're like harping on something that ultimately doesn't matter a ton, but it's still weird. Well, last night or the night, I forget, but that was egregious. Not hitting the floor when they're up by 30 was or 20, whatever it was against that, the, against the, and the arguably crowd, the worst team in the league and the crowd chanting for the guy. We're on to something. I wonder, were they home? No, they were away. They were in San Antonio. I was going to say, I wonder no, if they were, they were home. home. Were they home? Yeah. They were home? Oh, yeah. yeah. I wonder. So I didn't notice this, but I wonder if the crowd started chanting for Bull Bull and the interim guy who was got nervous. Like, mm. oh, oh, he felt the. Do I got to uh, do what the fans are saying? 3,000 people. In and there. then, and because here's the thing also, I'm sure the, the teammates are probably like, just do it, do it. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, what right. if he's getting chewed out by the GM right now? What if it but is? No, by Mike Malone. Yeah. Well, yeah. He goes back in the into the he goes back in the coach's locker room. Mike Malone's already annoyed. Mike Malone's just in a towel. Just like he's like, good win. But we need to fucking talk. <laughs> Four minutes for bowl bowl. Like, he's like, he's like, you want to be a head coach in this league? You're listening to the fucking fans and JaVale McGee. <laughs> you, that's what you want. You think you think you're gonna you think you're gonna succeed? By listening to the fans and playing bowl bowl three minutes and forty seven seconds in this league, do you see what we're doing here? We're fucking great. What I'm doing is right. <laughs> it's just like laying into the guy. yeah. The guy's peeing himself. <laughs> oh, oh man. I don't know, man. It, it's just weird. The conspiracy no, lives on, but we're getting closer. We're getting closer. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. 
We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Um, oof, I don't even know where to go after that. I feel like I just expended a lot of energy on talking about that. That was powerful, yeah. Um, uh, there also wasn't a ton of other like great games. Oh, I do want to talk about the Indy-Minnesota game. Indy, okay. uh, Indy beat Minnesota 141-137, which is an absurd score for a game that didn't go to overtime. Um, but a good win for dude, the Pacers. We didn't even talk about this yesterday because I honestly didn't even notice it when we were talking about the Pacers and their injuries. Miles Turner's hurt now. Hurt his ankle. Did he get hurt in that game? Or did yeah, he, he got hurt it? in the game. Okay, okay, gosh. Yeah, because I knew he, like, when he was out tonight, I was like, Jesus, they're shorthanded as hell. Yeah, they are. They, they're playing Karis LeVert in a G League team right now. And they scored 141 points, which... I, I, I get it that the T-Wolves are bad, but that's embarrassing. Giving up 141 to this team. The Holiday really Brothers. The ho- Holiday Lights were combined 43, which is nice. Whew. Man, dude, remind me. I need to write this down, but whatever the Pacers over for win total next year is, I'm hammering it. Because they just – they're so much better than their record. They can't possibly have as bad of luck next year. I mean, we say it all the time. This team is so – so talented and, and they play hard. Yeah. Now the reason why I wanted to talk about this was because after the game, they, I guess Anthony Edwards was asked about the defense and the coach coaching or something about the coach. I didn't see the question, but the answer that he gave was coach can't come on the floor. He can't do shit, but tell us what to do. Shit. He's just saying words. We got to go out there and do the shit defense is effort. Wow. Love it. I mean, this also guy. maybe another one of those quotes that could get misconstrued if you're just forgetting it. Yeah, coach a, can't do shit. <laughs> but I know what he's saying. Yeah, he's not wrong. He's he's right, and he's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I love him. The guy might like. I mean, has that it factor that you that you don't see that much, but he's yeah. special. He he's a he's a special personality for sure. Talent, and he's obviously super talented, but he's a special personality. Uh, but you can't, you, you can't lose. You can't score 137 against the, this t- lose to this team with all these yeah. players out. It, that's that's an embarrassing yeah. one. That's a that's a, that's the type of game that if you didn't already fire your coach, your coach gets fired. Mm, yeah, you know what I mean? to, Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but uh, that's all I really wanted to get from that game because. I mean, neither of those teams are relevant at this point because we are only 20 games from the playoffs and doesn't look like either of these teams. Well, Minnesota definitely not going to be in the playoffs, but um, Houston got a win tonight. Another team that won't be in the playoffs. Just a, just a mind blowing, another mind blowing win here. This is such a bad loss for the Mavericks, dude. And it was just, weren't they on like a six game win streak or something? Uh, yeah. Something like that. One, two, three, four. This, okay. Five game, five game win streak, but their defense had looked so much better. Um, And they're right there. They're duking it out for that, that uh proper eighth spot or seventh. Like they're, they're grappling with Memphis for that seven and eight seed. It's just a terrible loss. Yeah. Um, I don't get it. And you know what's funny about it, too? Do you know who didn't play? Who? Maxi Kleba. Oh, I don't think that. I'm just, I'm just saying, you, okay. you crushed him the, the other night. You I crushed him the other night. On a six-game win streak, you crushed Maxi Kleba. Well, he played 32 minutes and didn't score, so I on a, on a, Listen, on a six-game win streak, you crushed Maxi Kleba. Five-game win streak. On a five-game win streak, and then he doesn't play, and they lose. I'm just... I don't know if they're related, but I'm just saying it, I don't think it happened. They're. It happened. Um, did you watch any of this game? Because Luca looked not. I did not. I did not. Luca. I saw a little bit of the the fourth quarter when Kelly Olynyk when Kelly Olynyk was just like dominant. Well, that's dominant. what he does. Houston Kelly Olynyk dominates. He Eighteen is, rebounds. The absolute green light, and he he rebounds his ass off now. 
No, the thing that Doncic was not moving well in the fourth quarter. So I don't know, mm-hmm. like he never left the game, but he was wincing. And so I don't know if he was just dealing with like something or if it's like, it's something to keep an eye on. Well, my uh, new favorite show, NBA crunch time. Yeah. Talk uh, about I, NBA crunch time. It was so we've, you've mentioned on here, or maybe just like in passing about how the NBA needs to emulate the NFL red zone. They got to figure so, out something. Oh boy. An NBA network. Whoa. What is happening right now? <laughs> what? Rudy Gobert got, I don't know. He got hit in the head or something. He is down. Really? On the floor. Oh, I mean, he's like holding his head and he's doing the, like kind of like moving around like he's in pain. Woozy? Oh. Oh, he's up. God, okay. these guys are, God, what a He's a Frenchman. That might be offensive. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it was in jest. Anyway, yeah. NBA crunch time. I barely got hit. What a puss. God, Good God. I mean, here's the thing. I don't even know where he got hit. Hold on. I need to see this. Is it a fake out? Is it a. He got hit by DeAndre Ayton. Let's see. Here's throw the ball up. I I, honestly, it it was like an open palm slap to like his head or something from DeAndre Ayton. Accidentally. It was like a lob. Aiton tried to go up over him. If DeAndre Aiton did that to me, the reaction would be appropriate right. by me, <laughs> five nine white Jewish guy. DeAndre Aiton doing that to Rudy Gobert, not appropriate reaction. <laughs> not an appropriate reaction. Um, okay, sorry. Continue. And I talk about NBA crunch time, man. <laughs> please, please continue because I am, I am actually interested in this show. So. The concept is brilliant. It's red. They're trying to bounce around the games that you want to see at the, at the high leverage points in the game. Um, They're definitely working out the kinks. Um, It was Jared Greenberg hosted. There was way too much Isaiah Thomas who he's, he's rough. He's really rough. 3d was on there. He's okay. But uh, it was really cool. If you have NBA network, check this out. I think they're only going to do it when there's NBA TV, Uh, NBA TV. Yeah. And I think they're only going to do it when there's like really big network or um, slates, like they're not mm-hmm. going to do it on like a, a three or four game night. Fair. Um, but yeah, it was pretty awesome. How do they maneuver? Uh, here's my thing with like red zone when it's not the end of a game or, or they're not in the red zone, they can still go to a, they can still bounce around easily because plays are so it takes so long for plays. Right. Like when on this, do they take, do they say like, we're going to go, we're going to take three minutes and go to this game or are they actually bouncing around? Because like, I could, I could see myself getting frustrated if they're like, all right, let's go, let's go to Brooklyn. And they, they show one possession and they're like, Oh, okay. Well, Phoenix just had a nice dunk and go to the Phoenix. Like I, I could see that getting a little frustrating. Right. So I guess for red zone, obviously when a team is in the red zone, they go to that game or double box it. Right. So with this, it's more like they're just going to games randomly unless the game is in the final minute or so. Then they're like, okay, we're locked in on that game. But Are so, they double boxing on this too? Yeah, yeah, there's double. I didn't see a triple box yet, but there's a couple solid double boxes in there. But You love a good double um, box. So like, yeah, they'll go to a game for three minutes. And then when that time, I'm sure there's all kinds of deals and regulations and whatever. And then when they're done in a certain game, they'll either go back to studio or go to like a highlight package and then go to the next game that, that's got some action. Um, could be really good. They got to ax Isaiah Thomas off there because he, he's uh, – I don't think that guy's doing too well. But um, it's good stuff. I'm trying to remember why I brought that up for this game. Something in particular – oh, because Isaiah Thomas uh, noticed that Luka Doncic was, was not moving well. So, he actually so, did so okay. So, I was just about to say, so you just – you just basically fired the guy from NBA TV, <laughs> but then brought but, but then brought up that he made the point of your whole entire point of this conversation. <laughs> I do see how that was a little contradictory, but he was horrible the whole you night. You literally just then, fired Isaiah this, Thomas, but then really was like, the reason I know that Luka Doncic was, it was slow because Isaiah Thomas brought it up. Mm-hmm. He was right. I watched him after that and he was wincing and it's all messed up. So how did Porzingis look? He looked because he looked Porzingis because I don't know if I mentioned this. Kelly Olynyk had 18 rebounds. Yeah. So yeah, KP didn't look great. He was minus 19 tonight. So it's, it's a bad. It's a bad game. It's a really bad, bad game for them. 
this is gonna. I wonder if this is gonna be like John Wall's new thing, where he comes like he plays like every ten games, has thirty one, gets a win, and then sits out for ten games. Yeah, isn't this his first game in a while? I don't remember seeing him play in a while. It's definitely his. Yeah, his first impact. Let me go to his game log real quick. But he was. I mean, he was hitting like pull up threes. He was out of his mind. Uh, now he played on the 29th. He he, so he played like a week ago. But yeah, essentially, he plays like once a week. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna play once a week. That's cool. I mean, if you can do it, it's good for him. Some really nice minutes, well, a really nice game from Kevin Porter Jr. He had a key block at the end, led to a dunk. That dunk was that's a piece. He's pretty, a piece. Yeah, that oh, dunk was sick. He's a piece. He's a piece. Uh, oh, speaking of pieces, um, I was wrong about the Kelly Oubre commercial. It was not Auto Traders Carmax. Okay. Yeah. 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 Saw it again today. Also, you watched. You watched uh, the Brooklyn a little bit of the Brooklyn game, right? Mm-hmm. Did you notice that they like rolled out? There's like six new Toby and Bogan Toby commercials. And Bo- yeah, I saw two. I saw two. There's, of them. They're like constant. It's like every commercial break, there's another one. It's right. and they're all just Boban counting goldfish. Yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. They're, they're really one like low, con- low end concept. Like, but yeah, no, they, it, they were. Yeah, they're good. Well, it's literally like it's like he got finished counting the goldfish, and Tobias Harris is like, "Are you sure?" Yeah. And he starts over, and then every commercial is just him recounting his goldfish. Yeah. Pretty funny. Honestly, I was at the grocery store, and I almost grabbed goldfish. The, the advertising, well, that's what happens. Yeah. Right. It um, so it's working. I, I don't see myself getting out of the grocery store again without a, a bag of goldfish. So I haven't had goldfish in a while. And I was yeah. at the grocery store today, but I didn't get them. I didn't walk through that aisle, though. I bet and if I just, saw them. Right. That's I good marketing. Like, I want to be How? like Bobon. We're now talking about goldfish on an NBA podcast. I mean, that, that's good marketing. For the second night in a row. Yeah. Yeah. And we will probably them. won't stop talking about it. We also talked about CarMax and AutoTrader two mm-hmm. nights in a row on an NBA podcast. That's a lot of free advertising for our, all of our listeners that we have. Um, all right. A few more games. Maybe this Phoenix-Utah game will be. It might be done by the time we're done. Oh, Utah just took the lead. 81-79 with 11 minutes left. Uh, the Grayson Allen show continued mm-hmm. tonight. Uh, Memphis Memphis won, beat Atlanta 131-113. Grayson with 30 points. Um, Man. That's a pretty crazy number for him. Uh, John Morant played, so obviously his injury from last night wasn't that big of a deal, which is good. But Atlanta, I mean, look at this starting lineup. Look at this team. They're just decimated. No, no Capella, no John Collins, no Hunter, no Gallo. Gallo's down now. But they're just a mess. And they're still the fifth seed in the East, but they're a mess. Like, I don't understand what is going on there. Like, what? I don't know what, I don't know what Capella's reasoning for not playing was either. Let me check real quick. He Achilles, oh, Jesus, Achilles will be held out of Wednesday's game. I guess he has a sore Achilles. That's not good. It's not ideal. Not ideal at all. John uh, Collins able to put up some shots at Monday's practice. DeAndre Hunter, he he's going to undergo a minor procedure on his right knee. Very, very, very worried about DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, that's not good. Especially I think that'll was... be the second minor procedure on his knee this year. Mm. That sucks because he was having he was another turning one. a corner for sure. Um, are you sure that's the not the the one he already had? It's from April fifth. Hold on. Wow, that's ugh. it's non-surgical. So what is? So maybe they're draining his knee. I don't know. Uh, non-surgical procedure know. for Hawks Hunter. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but that's either way, days, yeah. I mean, this is his second long stint missing with the same knee injury. Not, not good. Um, it wasn't. Remember when it first happened? It said it was like chronic something, right? We mm-hmm. were like, "Oh, that doesn't sound good." That's not good. Yeah, I remember that. Ugh, seems a mess. Um, yeah, I don't know. They, they, they're gonna get to the playoffs and not be healthy and just like, what are we? Who they're gonna get blown out? Not Maybe good. they can get right before then. I don't know. It's going to be tough. There's not a lot of time left. John Collins had an ankle injury that he's missing a lot of time with, so he's going to take time to get back. I don't think Hunter will be back. I just don't think he's playing yeah. this year. 
the Achilles thing, whatever this Capella thing is, is a big curveball. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, but for Memphis, that's their fourth win in a row. I mean, they're coming on at the right time with that, the way the West, that bottom of the West is. It's good for them. Um, and I think Jaron Jackson might be back soon. That would be awesome. I think. I don't actually know. See the latest. I, might have, I could have made that up. I don't know. Wow. Well, make his return by the end of April. It's incredible. Oh, so that would be the playoffs. Yeah. That was Mar- a March 26th report. Imagine. Okay. So they get. Dude, here's, here's, this is my, I don't think this will happen, but a perfect world right now would be Grizzlies get Jaron Jackson back. They've played their way up to the sixth seed. They beat the Clippers in the first round. Oh man, that would be, that'd be special because talk about like two polar opposite teams. Although I don't think that there's a good chance that the Clippers are not in the three seed by that point because the Den because Denver is is scorching. They're rolling, but I mean, and and Memphis is. I don't think they can play their way all the way up to five. But, and I don't think they would beat anybody else in the first round. I would just love to see Memphis if Memphis is going to beat any of those teams. Like I think all the all those other teams have a chance to actually win the West. So I don't want Memphis to like upset them because then they'll just lose in the second round. Mm-hmm. I would love to see them upset the Clippers because I don't think the Clippers are going to do shit anyways. That'd be beautiful. And an all-time, I mean, just an all-time two-year fuck-up for, for a team. Yeah. By the way, there was a report that came out today Cattle from team. Sam a- Sam Amick and John Hollinger, I think, uh, to, together reporting that – Team sources and rival executives expect Kawhi Leonard to be back with the Clippers. Okay. There was also reports like two days ago that Kawhi would love to play with Jimmy Butler. Right. Yeah. So, I, so if I had to bet that, well, I guess depending on the odds, I just feel like he's, he's, he's going to, he's going to bolt. If they lose. Yeah. If they lose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think they're winning. So. Oof. Woof. Uh, I, two other games other than this Utah Phoenix game. Charlotte beat OKC. You texted me during this game and said, OKC is unbelievable. I said, unbelievably bad, question mark. And you said, yes. The guys they're rolling out there. I mean, it's Ty Jerome got 20 minutes, and he might have had one of the worst three-minute stretches on NBA crunch time I've ever seen like two turnovers that were just like, like passes I would make in like a rec league where I'm just like completely gassed. And I just pass it to the other team by accident. Um, this Pokashevsky guy, like he's fun because he's talented, but he's, he doesn't look well. Like he, he's one he's listed at one ninety, but he's not one. He's not even one seventy five. The weird he thing with, like, with Poku is that I know everyone loves him and I'm sure he's good. So I try to watch them to see like i turned that game on today to see what the buzz is about and he didn't do shit right but he looks good like he looks skilled but i know but he had no no no. he didn't do shit while i was watching but he Mm -hmm. ended up with 25 he made seven threes he made seven threes and they were all wide open so they do play hard but moses brown looks like an absolute just bozo like the way he moves (laughs) he just like this this team is like they're worth watching just because you can't believe what you're seeing um but they play hard they play hard enough but they're just so bad what about tony bradley the franchise big t 21 minutes good game for him seven boards 12 points good for him um jalen horde the guy you'd never heard of haven't heard of that guy he got 24 minutes i still haven't heard of that guy even though i said his name yesterday was it yesterday yep Theo um, Maladon is just, he's their best player. Theo Maladon's their best player. It's his second right big game this week. Yeah. No, I know. He's, he's got night. like some upside. So interesting. <sighs> oh, he was a Sixers draft pick? Wow. Well, okay. I guess we dealt him on draft night. All right. Oh, boy. Here we go. Utah's up four and Donovan Mitchell's going to the line. This cat is unruly right now. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out am I, if I'm, am I trying to stretch the, the rest of this episode to get to the end of this game? Or are we just rapping? 
or and also do we want to talk about wizards magic <laughs> oh wizards magic was a shit show and there's not even like well brad beal's back so that's good he had 26 russ had another triple double magic are bad they're handing out free wins unless you're the clippers rj hampton had another decent game that's a good move that's a good move for them mo bamba with 19 that's about it for that game <laughs> the wizards this, won the this game. can't be good content when we start getting to these games right so you know what i mean like what right we're just spinning our wheels trying to figure out interesting things to say about fucking orlando magic mm-hmm. it's rough rough guys rough <laughs> listeners but we do it for you you know we do we try there was another piece of news today not important news. DeMar DeRozan is planning on like going all like completely free agency, like not going back, not necessarily like not going to commit to San Antonio. Like he's going to be a free agent this off season. Okay. Does he have a player option at the end of the year or what? I'm not sure, but it is interesting because it's not like a great free agent class and he's still very good. Yeah. I think he would be a really nice piece for a lot of teams. And uh, especially like a lot of teams who were expecting to spend some money this off season. Right. He yeah, could what, be an option. What do you think he's expecting to make? You know, 20 like million. He, yeah. Okay. Actually, maybe more. Jeremy Grant got 20 million. DeMar DeRozan's arguably a better player than Jeremy Grant. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, I don't even think it's arguably. I think DeMar DeRozan has proven that he's a legit primary scorer in this league yeah right but who i'd rather give jeremy grant a four-year contract or whatever than demar Derozan at this point because of jeremy grant's ups you know what i mean like yeah but see that's how i feel like that's how front offices get in trouble because sure yes jeremy grant has higher upside but when he got that deal you didn't know that like when he got the 20 minute when he got the 20 million i know When he got to 20 million, it was like 20 million. Whereas DeRozan, even though he's a little bit older, he's still, I mean, isn't he? I feel like he's having a really good year. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great player. I just mean, by the end of this deal that you're, that you would give him, he's going to be 34. So, okay. So, but then it'll be the end of the deal. Mm -hmm. And now you can always trade someone in the, in the last year of their deal. So, where do you, who, who do you think should go after? I mean, it wouldn't be a good fit in Miami, right? I mean, it's funny how we oh, Miami always comes up, right? But it's because they're be, they're so active. Yeah, wouldn't necessarily be a good fit in Boston. I would say, like, depending on what their off season looks like, New York is an option. That's pretty good. Yeah, um, the Clippers maybe if they could get him on, like, if if Kawhi and Paul George are back and they can get him on some type of affordable deal to be their third option that would be cool Mm -hmm. he'd be good there um like a lot of teams i think a lot of teams would lakers honestly i mean they're they're, like they don't have the money but denver yeah like he he he's wouldn't you say i mean i think he's probably better than will barton right Mm -hmm. barton's a better defender probably i don't know uh i don't know there's a lot of teams toronto go home save the franchise one last run with Kyle Lowry and DeMar yeah. DeRozan. One more chance to get bounced in the second round. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oh, Lakers. I think he was linked to Lakers pretty heavily. Like if the He's Lakers. from LA. So yeah. Yeah. And I think like if the Lakers do get bounced, expect there to be some pretty sweeping changes mm-hmm. because uh, I don't anticipate, I can't imagine LeBron's going to be super happy with the roster if they don't win a title, you know? Right. So, but there's just not a lot of guys out there. There's not a lot of free agents. So it's an interesting one. Um, all right. I think that's it. Don't you? Yeah, I think so. Why are you so <laughs> down in the dumps right now? No, because I, 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 no, no, it was a good episode. I just, I'm, I'm disappointed that we're not going to be able to react to the end of this Phoenix Denver. Yeah. But it is late. It's late. It ends on a buzzer beater. We'll do a 30 second emergency deuce. How about that? <laughs> I'll pop back on. Or is that a yeah. promise we can't keep? Uh, that's a promise I'm not going to keep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can absolutely keep it. I'm not going to keep it. Uh, yep. I think that's it.
It's a regular season game, right? We're in the dog days. It's it's April 8th. Yep. Uh, tomorrow, though, tomorrow will be fun. Uh, now, oh, thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. You know how it goes. Um, unless you despise the Knicks, which, which a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Hopefully you still listen because we're not just going to talk about the Knicks. We're going to talk about a lot of Eastern Conference stuff. A lot of Eastern Conference. Heat play tomorrow. Bucks play tomorrow. Raptors play tomorrow. Bulls play tomorrow. A lot of Eastern Conference to talk about. Plus, obviously, Knicks and Nets. Might as well talk some Nets too. Got to talk Nets. Same city. You know, how do hardcore Knicks fans feel about the Nets? Probably don't care. They probably yeah, maybe at, is there a little bit of a rivalry going on? No, I Not bet you rivalry, but... I would imagine based on the limited amount of time that I live there, that majority of people that live in New York don't even like recognize the Nets. Right. It's like, you, you mean the team from New Jersey? <laughs> you know, like they don't even they don't even think about them, even though they're going to win a title potentially, but they still don't think about them. But uh, yeah, so Andrew Claudio from Nick's Film School on tomorrow's episode. Do not miss it, Deucers. And then Monday, Jabari Davis returns. Fan favorite Jabari Davis. The second out, best person on this podcast. He's already ahead of me. <laughs> it's, it's possible. I like this this uh, this like self-deprecating character, though. Yeah, it's I'm good. good at it. I'm yeah. good at it. <laughs> You're real good at it. Uh, All right. See you guys tomorrow. Have a good night or day. I guess day. Later.